thanks everyone for, for tuning in. So what we're going to kind of be talking about, what I'm going to be leading off on, uh, talking a bit about uh, Keynes and Keynesianism in the context of the uh, sort of political and economic crisis uh, that we find ourselves in currently uh, with uh, COVID-19 going on and uh, the government's response um, and measures that the government is taking um, to uh, the coronavirus um, outbreak. Um, so I think the term Keynesianism is extremely loosely uh, bandied around uh, without a great deal of precision or a great deal of explanation. Um, and when people use the term, I think it's often um, taken for granted that people know what it means or are familiar with it uh, and that everyone means the same thing by it, which I don't think is the case. Um, so in the run-up to the last general election, uh, there was an article in the Financial Times um, that made comment that uh, both Sajid Javid, the current, uh, well, the who was lined up to be the Chancellor of the Exchequer, no longer, of course, um, and John McDonnell, who was the Shadow Chancellor at the time, uh, were both Keynesian. Uh, but the question was uh, the extent to which each of them were. and merely that uh, John McDonnell went further uh, than Sajid Javid. Um, and that seems to suggest that the vast majority of economic policy platforms um, that exist in a liberal or social democratic context uh, are Keynesian. Um, this is hasn't always uh, been the case historically. Um, and it is really historically only in times of economic crisis that we see uh, Keynes being um, invoked. And um, in the sort of immediate aftermath of the 2008-2007-2008 um, financial crisis, uh, the prominence of uh, Keynes and Keynes's work in uh, like bourgeois economic uh, commentary. Uh, really escalated and kind of increased by hundreds of times in terms of frequency of um, how many times Keynes's name is mentioned. Um, there was a right-wing, very right-wing monetarist um, economist called uh, Robert Lucas and he put it at the time of uh, the 2008 crisis that everyone is a Keynesian in a foxhole. Um, oh, let me just mute. Um, yeah, and so Jeff Mann, uh, who published a book a few years ago called uh, In the Long Run, We're All Dead. Keynesianism, political economy and revolution um, tries to situate Keynesianism not as it is often um, used in kind of lay terms, uh, not as a loose collection of reforms or economic intervention, uh, but as a framework through which to see uh, 
to view the world and view political economy. So um, he views this much more as a kind of overarching uh, political theory and political approach, uh, much more than a set of um, economic intervention. I think the problem with kind of the lay use of the term uh, Keynesianism and the use uh, that it kind of is seeing today and the response uh, of, you know, much commentary, uh, both in kind of the bourgeois press and um, amongst uh, people on the left. Uh, the problem with uh, viewing, for example, the current government's response uh, as Keynesian is that it really um, dilutes, I think, the value of uh, the term as a specific um, political and um, a term in political economy. Um, it leaves us with a term that is kind of so diffuse um, that you would have to kind of have to concede that quite a number of um, fascist states were Keynesian based on uh, market intervention uh, that was going on. And, you know, I don't think that all, um, all of these things, just because, um, just because market intervention is happening and just because it's kind of uh, rubbing up against um, the laissez-faire side of the economy um, doesn't doesn't like does not necessarily mean uh, that these things are in any way left-wing. You know, the bailing out of the banks in the 2008 crisis, I don't think can be reasonably called left-wing. It was done for um, to maintain the stability of of the system and in our in our current period i think much of the intervention of course is simply being done in order to maintain um you know the current system and make sure everything doesn't doesn't kind of fall apart um i think the kind of the traditional left critique of of Keynes, i think is somewhat harsh on him. I think socialists should be um, sympathetic to Keynes in, you know, a similar way that Marx was sympathetic to many classical economists like um, Adam Smith and David Ricardo. Um, they are cut, like the likes of uh, Smith, Keynes, Ricardo are all coming at the world from a very different view. Um, but there are there is still things we can take from it. Keynes was very concerned, given that he was alive in the context of the Second World War, the rise of fascism across Europe, uh, the rise of Stalinism in Russia. Um, he was incredibly concerned with um, the maintenance of civilization, as he called it, uh, and he believed that along with his kind of anti-working class view um, that the working class are incapable of um, self-government, believed that um, basically in a, a, a technocratic management capitalism um, of the 
as as kind of Hegel would Hegel would call it um, this kind of universal class of um, like the intelligentsia um, and things like that um, in order that um, things like civilization and society can continue to run um, it is obviously a distinctly anti-revolutionary um, idea but it is an idea which does um, brush up against uh, certain elements um, of capitalism um, so for Keynes um, he thought that the scarcity of capital um, was not a natural thing as much of the orthodox economics of his time had it and it was not an objective supply side constraint so the supply of capital was not constrained by anything uh, other than um, society itself and the internal mechanisms of capital and the reason that it's kept scarce is out of a social necessity uh, for um, yield that is gained um, from capital by capitalists in order that the yield is high enough to uh, compete uh, with the rate with the long-term interest rate that is the interest rate in the long term equivalent to the lifespan of a piece of machinery capitalists have to get um, more value and yield out of that piece of machinery than they would with the rate of interest that is by just putting um, the money capital they would have spent on that piece of machinery uh, into a bank and letting interest accrue um, the problem is though uh, that capital whilst it is the the scarcity is not um, natural or a supply side constraint um, it is abundantly uh, kept it is artificially kept scarce but can always be uh, materially abundant regardless of its scarcity so even if um, even if capital isn't giving higher yield than the rate of interest um, it will still continue to be materially productive and meet people's needs if it is put to use in the appropriate way um, Keynes's view of uh, poverty Keynes saw um, poverty as something which was had to be dealt with by capitalism if it were to survive he thought that poverty was not something that the great sort of mass of people the rabble as as he puts it um, they would not um, put up with crushing uh, levels of poverty and so in order to avoid uh, uprising and revolution um, Keynes thought that poverty has to be addressed and has to be addressed through sort of interventionist methods although he doesn't himself um, he doesn't himself draw out what those methods are uh, those are often drawn out by um, schools like the new Keynesian and post-Keynesian schools in, in modern 
Forger Economics, uh, where you kind of have a programmatic, uh, somewhat programmatic uh, application of, of Keynes's thought. Um, and it's kind of typified, I think, by this view that um, you should treat uh, capitalist economies as uh, effectively patients who get sick and economic policy is something you diagnose to those patients uh, in order to uh, remedy them, uh, remedy the economy of uh, shortfalls that it may have. I think uh, Keynes basically um, through, um, well, through his kind of thoroughly um, bourgeois framework of, of thinking um, and that stopping him from uh, recognizing uh, the ability of uh, the working class uh, to act as an agent in its own right. Um, I think that is very much obviously a constraint and hopefully we can discuss a bit about um, you know how we as socialists given that much of the left um, effectively view uh, Keynesian economics and government intervention um, in a sort of social democratic um, framework see that as being the be-all be and end-all of um, left-wing what a left-wing government might do um, hopefully we can discuss a bit more about how it is we can move the left uh, beyond that and offer working-class-led uh, socialists um, economic alternatives uh, to capitalism and to Keynesianism which uh, fits within that.